Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. podcast yeah how are you i am not bad okay <laughs> it's been um an interesting week for the both of us <laughs> what is new mm. so winter's one so that's exciting news Yay. i'm excited about that i have a toddler is she a toddler now i think so yeah so i have a toddler that's exciting I just had her birthday party. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I'm happy it's over. (laughs) It was a good time. It was beautiful. You did a great job. Thank you. And uh, at her party, everyone got sick. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm. (laughs) Every last child. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm like, it was beautiful until it wasn't. But (laughs) (laughs) every last child got sick, including (sighs) Leigh and I. (laughs) So we had to take a little week off. Because it was such a struggle. Mm-hmm. Still struggling. It's still a struggle. Winter on both still ends. is a snot-nosed baby. Oh, my God. Yara, you, you, I was dying of laughter at the <laughs> thought of Winter waking up with a crystallized face <laughs> from snot. I wasn't even exaggerating. And that is legitimately how um, Yara woke up yesterday. I was like, <laughs> what? You could ice skate on her face. It was just She looked up at me, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was nasty. It was so, it was repulsive. I just had to. I just left her in the crib. We went and grabbed, a, grabbed like a rag and like mm-hmm. soaked it under some warm water. Yeah, I came back. I'm like, I can't even take you out of the crib this way. Oh, like I need to attack your face while you're still in there. So it it's was, bad. It was rough. Mm-hmm. It was such a long week. I was so sick. <sighs> it's like the one time I don't want Winter to touch me. <laughs> right? She's like trying to give me open mouth kisses. Yeah. It's just like, I'm I'm like sucking on every part of my face. Like, why do you want all of a sudden like to open mouth kiss my nose? Like, why are we doing that? (laughs) Like, that's new. (laughs) What an odd time to introduce that. Like, no, not now. But that's it. She wants to put her mouth on my eye, on my nose. I'm like, I'm never getting better. No. I don't know. I need some vitamin C or something. Oh my gosh. This is not it. I need quarantine. I need some quarantine. Right? That's what I need. Whatever. It's life. It's life. Yeah. I'm excited, though. She's starting daycare tomorrow. Ooh. I, I think it's so interesting that you're excited because I feel like the general consensus around, like, your child starting daycare is, like, fear. And yeah. Oh everyone um, has that reaction yeah. when I'm telling them that she's going to daycare, and I'm so happy. Yeah. You're thrilled. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I texted the the babysitter or the daycare. I'm like, how early can I drop her off? <laughs> It's not that I want, (laughs) it's not that I don't want her around. It's just, I'm just doing it for one day a week Mm -hmm. for now until I go back to work. But I think it's fair that I get one day a week for a full day. Like 6.30 a.m., see you later, winter. Mm. 5 p.m., fine, I'll take you back. Yeah. (laughs) But I have have stuff to do. Mm -hmm. I want to take a long shower. Oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> I want to power scrub my house. Power scrub. I know, right? Oh, my God. I am so, that's so sad that I'm excited to clean my oven tomorrow. Oh, man. <laughs> All the things. <laughs> but it's just the things that you want to do that you just can't seem to find time to do. So mm-hmm. now that you know that your child's going to be safe, taken care of, and that they're going to be learning and enjoying yeah. and socializing. Yeah, it's like, it's a win-win. I'm so excited. I'm I excited for you. I cannot wait. I just hope I don't chicken out when I get there and just Mm-mm. like not want to leave her 
I don't think they will. I think the best thing is just to make a very clap, like a quick, fast, clean break. Mm-hmm. And I do that every time I leave Yara now. Like I do very, very brief, like goodbyes mm-hmm. and very extravagant hellos. Like I come back and I'm like, Yara, and it's yeah. this huge thing. But when I leave, it's like peace. I'm not even joking. Nine out of ten times, I don't even like say goodbye. Oh. Like goodbye because I know it's gonna be tears and all that stuff, and I just can't be bothered. It's just too much. By the end of it, I'm like, okay, I'm not going anywhere. So I just know, to save her and save myself. And, like, they say that all the time. The daycare, the kindergartens, the Montessori's are like, just go. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Just go. Yeah, drop I'm her gonna, off. Drop I'm going to peace off. out as yeah. fast as I can. Because usually when I drop Winter off at um, my mom's house, mm-hmm. whoever's watching her, I don't even bring her in. I let John do it because he doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't care if he's leaving. Oh, my gosh. She just doesn't care. That's but if funny. I am present, she's going to just fall down and, like, throw the biggest tantrum yeah. She does not want to see me go. So and then I feel terrible and exactly. then I, I keep popping back in. Like, is she okay now? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, John, you do it because, you know, she can just be like, peace out, Dad. <laughs> see yeah. you later. Hopefully she's okay tomorrow. Yeah. God willing. We're both gonna go and Oh, that's good. See her off. That's so exciting. She has a good day. I, I'm confident that she'll be okay. Yeah. She really like once she doesn't see us for about five to ten minutes. Like she actually doesn't even care about us. Oh, that's the case with I feel like most kids. Like, mm-hmm. like I once I step out of Yara's view, I wouldn't even give it five to ten minutes. Like I'm just out of view, and she's like, "Hmm, whatever happened to that lady with the boobs?" <laughs> <laughs> Butterfly. And she's yeah, like, "Yeah, right." Doggy. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, thirty seconds of like, hmm, <laughs> and then she's all like, just over it. So yeah, it's it's they're so funny that way. I don't think it'll be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, Chen. She uh she captured the essence of <laughs> what the last week and a half has been like. We've uh Yara and I have been sick, so we've been trying to recover. Um but you know what? God is good. I believe that we are going to be healed. I'm declaring and decreeing that we are healed. Amen, amen. <laughs> and this cold will not win. Listen, we will not win. It will not it, it's putting up a good fight though. I I'll be I'll give you that much. I'm like this morning when I woke up and I'm my throat was still itchy. Her nose was still runny. I'm like, how? Like, what day is it? Like, I feel like this has been over a week. For sure. The last time she was sick definitely didn't last this long. Yeah. So even Leon's a bit concerned now. He's like, this is going on for long. The weather isn't helping, though. Not at all. I also, definitely don't think so. I know, like, I just turned on my heat. Mm-hmm. And then the dust. it's dusty. Yeah, yeah. So her and I were, like, so congested. Mm-hmm. Like, almost reactivated it again. Absolutely. I think that it definitely doesn't work in, in its favor. So mm-hmm. Leon mentioned that he's going to try and get, um, I don't know, like, like well, the duct clean again. Mm-hmm. And then get, like, a humidifier put on the heating system. I don't know how that works, but he said that's possible. So. Interesting. Yeah. So hopefully we do that soon because that'll help. Um, I'm also doing another pop-up. For Yarby's boutique, work, baby bean. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to plan that, which is um, not nearly as stressful as the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess because I know like the rings, like I've done it before. But it's just trying to figure, and I'm also sharing the space with another vendor this time. Oh, okay. So I'm just trying to like figure out logistically what that will look like, um, and just organize my products and stuff. So. Listeners, if you're in the Durham area on Tuesday, November 19th, come to the Oshima Center. Yes. The Circa holi- 905. The holidays are coming up, guys. Come on. Yips. Capitalize. Yips. Capitalize on the We the North gear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But other than that, you know, no complaints. Everything's good. Oh, other good news. Leon's home. So there's that, Yay! too. Help. I know. Help. I know, right? <laughs> and it's so funny because he's like, we anticipated that he would have been laid off soon because that's just the nature of the job. Like, it yeah. was a short-term thing. Um, but we thought that it would be later on in the month. But you know what? Uh, Shai always says that God makes no mistakes. And I kid you not, he definitely does not because that snow, ma'am, when I saw that, when that snow hit the ground, and I'm like, who would have shoveled this? <laughs> <laughs> if not for Leon Hap, like, if not... For the husband, what would I be like? I would be in shambles. It's the little things. It's man. just the little, the littlest of things. So this morning when I woke up and I s- heard him, I woke up to the sound of like that scraping yeah. on the driveway. I was like, oh yes, very grateful. So although he's a pain in my butt, I'm grateful for him, man. God bless him. <laughs> Could you imagine your sick body trying no. to shovel that? 
because I feel like I'd be tra- I'd literally be trapped in my house. Like there's that much snow on the driveway. He's like, it took him a good while to get it off. Oh my god! And then like it's so cold now, so it's mm-hmm. icing over. We would have been, I would have been screwed. I would have been screwed. So I'm just so grateful that he's home because shoveled, salted. I'll tell you one thing, these men. <laughs> They're painting our, the thorn in our sides, but they definitely have some use. They do. <laughs> <laughs> every now and again, every now and again, they earn their keep. They can do some things, right? <laughs> Speaking of doing some things, uh, wait, what? No, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know where I was about to go. I was about to take it to a kinky place. I don't know why. <laughs> but let's uh, let's uh, circle back and take it to the bomb mom. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it clean for now. <laughs> for now. Mm. Um, I'm going to nominate for my mom, my little. <laughs> I am going to nominate for my bomb mom this week. Uh, my cousin. <laughs> mm. I always get, I think I said this the last time. <laughs> I get weirded out when I have to say cousin in law. It doesn't sound right. Yeah. I'm just going to say cousin. Okay. Just say that. Just yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Keep it family. Yeah. So I'm going to nominate Brittany, my cousin. She is a bomb mom. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, She's a makeup artist. She does freelance makeup. And she's a hustler. She's a mom with a very energetic boy. You met her at the party. Oh, I didn't realize. So her husband. Wait, she's John's cousin? No, her her husband. John's cousin. Mm -hmm. Ah. Yeah. This mm-hmm. makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to nominate her because I always admire a mom that's a hustler. Amen. When you got to do what you got to do. Yep, mom's For your babies. So, and shout her out face to you, bro. Beat. Every day. <laughs> What's her Instagram handle? Let, let it be BBM known. Beauty, I oh believe. Man. I think there's an underscore in there, but I can't wait to tag her. She's Sheesh. She does a great job. I really love how she beats my face, and I don't regularly let people do my makeup. <laughs> Listen, those but hands, blessed hands, man, blessed hands. Yeah. It's never been, I mean, I've only seen her, what, twice? But both times, I'm like, ma'am. She is never face. a troll, ever. <laughs> never. Mm. She's not on her troll swag. <laughs> not even in her house. No. Wow, really? Mm. Like, why, Brittany? You're making me look bad. I I'm know. in a head tie. Don't even talk. Don't. The biggest sweatpants you could find. Right. Now, I was about to wear my root tracksuit, and I was like, okay, let me just throw on my leggings. But, man, listen, <laughs> we are both on troll swag right now. Heavy. It's on, like, troll swag on 100. <laughs> just trolling it. Oh man! I'm ri- stay for the, for the merch troll swag. Sweat. I, I was just about to say we need some troll swag sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag troll swag. I will wear it so proudly because we are entitled. We are listen as moms. We do the most, so we are. Yeah, I don't we are feel bad. No, at all. We are entitled to have those days where we look like trolls. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to her. Her face is like beat by the gods. She's she's very talented. Very. So if you want to look for a makeup artist, mm-hmm. BBM Beauty. Awesome. She will be tagged on our page. Great. My mom, my mom. You hear me? Okay. My bomb mom for the week <laughs> is uh my good, 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 good girlfriend, Yukari Denal. Uh shout out to Yukari. She too is a mompreneur. Uh boss mom. She has a company uh called Laundry Hub. And it's fantastic because as moms, we have a million things on our plate. And mm-hmm. one of the things that normally, not with all moms, but most moms, a lot of moms, gets neglected is our laundry. Like, Easily. the laundry is a beast that, like, I just feel like always wins. Defeats me every time. Right? We go head to head, and I'm telling you, it puts up a real every fight. I'm sorry, guys. Listen. <laughs> too popular. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Sorry for not being on Discord. That's okay. It happens. I love it. Super Mario. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, yeah, so Laundry Hub, we'll tag Yukari and we'll tag uh, laundryhub.ca. <clears throat> but it's just a full round, all inclusive laundry service. They pick up, uh, they drop off. I believe they have same day pickup, which is fantastic. Um, and they do dry cleaning. Like, it's like the works. And it's just such an incredible service and so, so needed, not just for moms, but for like the everyday individual because. I mean, if you are a working person in living in the GTA, yeah. then you probably work harder than you should. <laughs> yeah. And that means you probably maybe don't have a le- very much time to do your laundry or to attend to the things that you need to. So services like Laundry Hub are 
amazing and they're so like instrumental in terms of just getting your life together so i'm super proud of her she's a mom of two beautiful boys she's an incredible wife she's a great friend she's just an all-around amazing person and i'm really inspired by her and by everything that she's done this year and how she's just like spearheaded this company so laundry hub free cards and all shout out shout out to you girl um <laughs> who else are we shouting out the bomb mom who shouted herself out which is you said Nicole. Nicole. Oh, my gosh. My big sis. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Brewster Mercury, um, who also uh, co-owns Simply Elegant Events. Um, she is a wedding planner, event planner, and also a full-time producer with CBC. Dang. And she's a mother of three boys. Three Dang. beautiful boys. And a bomb-ass wife. Like, she's just, she's it. She is it. So when she nominated herself, I was like, yes, girl. 100%. You were so deserving of that nomination. We will most definitely acknowledge you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, she just deserves to be celebrated because I don't know how she does it. Like, she just, and she, and although, like, you know, she makes it look easy, she's very vocal about the fact that it's not, which mm -hmm. I also really love. Right. Like, I love the transparency that she, that she has um, with her friends. Everything that she does, she does with excellence, whether it be wedding planning, because she was actually my wedding planner, and she does oh. a phenomenal job. Um, so whether it be that or, you know, what things that she does at work, she just does everything with excellence and gives it a hundred percent. So I need to talk to her. You do. <laughs> and of course she's a Virgo. So yeah, you know how that goes. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Virgos do the most. <laughs> you do. But I think that like, because you, you do things so well, like that's why I feel like I know that like that sounds ridiculous because it's kind of like, counterintuitive, but you do a lot because you do everything so good. Like, you do everything with excellence. Everything is so, like, just, like, neat and organized and, like, it's just done well that you're like, oh. That's why we stay I know you're stressed. placeful, but let me just drop a little <laughs> bit more on that. <laughs> let me give you a couple more things to do because, damn. Do the most. Do it well. So shout out to Nicole. Yeah, that's, um, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. With three kids. Three kids. So Very many businesses. Five. Oldest is, like, 13. Yeah, I don't, it's 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 not. That's easy. a lot. It is, and the, the thing with wedding planning too is that like it's not just local, right? Like yeah. she's hopping on, she's jet setting, she's like in Montreal recording or like producing a story. Yeah. Then like comes home, does what she needs to do with her family. Next weekend, gone to Jamaica, doing a wedding there. Comes back. It's just like meeting with clients here, meeting with wow. clients, and she's again, like I said, so hands on. We're like from the beginning. So mm -hmm. you get proposed to. Okay, do you need me to come and help you? Look up, like, look for a dress. Yeah. You know, like, she's so hands-on. I don't know how she does it. You got to shout out her business mm -hmm. also on the page. Yeah, so when we do the bomb mom, we'll, like, mm -hmm. tag her personal, and then you can tag her. Yeah. Because that's, listen. I'm impressed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, in awe. That's it, man. These mom queens. Trust me. So what are we talking about today? I think we are discussing relationships, <laughs> right? And our romantic relationships. Relationships with our spouses <laughs> and uh, how they change and transform <laughs> for the better. Dish some tea on our, our marriages. I know. <laughs> so Lee has been waiting. He's like, have you started shading me yet? I'm like, mm, define shading. I'm like, <laughs> right? John's like, um, no, I asked him, do you listen to the podcast? Mm -hmm. He's like, I do. And then he did, like, he quoted something. I was like, oh, shit, you do. Does he? I was like, I, I am going to expose our lives just to let you know. I hope oh you're not God. uncomfortable about this but i made this promise to myself and you're a part of that so i'm so sorry that's hilarious you. leon has admitted that he does not listen i'm like i'm gonna force you to he's like it's, i just feel like it's not really for me it's like <laughs> it's not like i'm a bomb mom or anything i'm like ew don't be <laughs> like stop just stop it well, he's gonna be looking for a shout out for the rad dads one of these <laughs> joe's just probably listening to see what kind of garbage i <laughs> so what is she saying about face? me man what she's saying about me that's too funny like in the fight, you guys get into a disagreement, like out of nowhere. He's like, and the blah, blah, blah. it's like, whoa, why are you quoting the show? Like, <laughs> right? Calm down, man. Crazy. Happened already. Yeah, get over right. it. I feel like this is a like low energy show. It is. <laughs> Episode today, like we're so calm. We're having tea. I was going to say, I'm like, doesn't help that we're having mint tea. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't. Like it's snowing outside. It's like, oh, brother dear. Was that even clear? Was the topic clear? Huh? The topic. The topic probably wasn't clear. <laughs> I don't know what I said just now. Me neither. We're still sick, guys. Very much. Please bear with us. We're going to talk about... Um, relationships. Relationships. And with our spouses. 
Yes. And how they changed. So tr- our, uh, our life trans- transitioning and how it affected our marriage. Exactly. So we're looking at, like, in three, like, I guess we're breaking it down in three categories. Like, what's one thing that we really love about the change um, that having children has had on our relationship? Um, what's one thing that we maybe dislike about how having or bringing a child into our marriage has changed it? Does that make sense? What's one thing we dislike about bringing yeah, a child makes, into uh, Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, I know, right? What? And um, one thing that we're looking forward to. So now that we're both, we're, we're parents and we're, we're, you know, I honestly, like, I'm so, like, legitimately, I don't know if it's the Benadryl, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but today, it's like, guys, I don't even have it. We should have, we should have went on vacation, this is, what? We should have taken a break. Just mid-sentence, I was like, I'm Forgive dead. us, guys. All right. It's the tea. Um, actually, <sighs> it's not a joke. <laughs> it is. We'll start with what we liked. <clears throat> About this whole transition of our lives. Yeah. Um, the exciting things that it brought to our relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really enjoyed or value the time that we do get to spend together alone now. Because it does not come often at all. Like, not frequently whatsoever. I only have one option for a babysitter for overnight. Mm. And, you know, my mom, my mom has things to do. (laughs) And I also don't like to impose when she has her plans because I know my mom will just cancel her plans if I ask her. Even if she doesn't really want to, she will watch winter for me. Which is nice. Which is nice. But I also feel like I'm not going to take away from her life just so I can, you know, go out every month. Because she only has the weekend, too. She works during the week. Absolutely. And she wants to relax. And, you know, a Jamaican lady wants to do 10,000 loads of laundry <laughs> and cook dinner for the rest of the week. Right. You know how they are. So Busy. <clears throat> I don't use that card often until, like, we really, really need it. And, um, you know, now that, oh, winter's wiling out upstairs. Uh-oh. Winnie, win, winnie, win. But yeah, I think that's one thing I enjoy is when we do get to spend that little bit of quality time together, even if it's after winter goes to bed. Mm. Um, you know, we try to have good conversation, you know, catch up with each other, yeah. check in with each other and, um, you know, just have that quality time. Mm-hmm. We try our best to focus on being present with each other. <laughs> Sometimes we just fight. Yeah. <laughs> Not fight, but you know, we bicker. Yeah, you know, course. tensions are high, people are tired. Of course. So we try to be mindful and, you know, enjoy the time that we do get to spend alone. Because, you know, it's either you have, you know, <laughs> it's either you fight or you have sex. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> or then, or, w- or one, then the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that that's awesome. I, I, I agree with you. I'm a little bit. M- I could say I'm I'm a little um, more uh, fortunate in that Leon's mom and my mom are like fighting as often as they can uh, to watch Yara. They really enjoy watching her. Um, my mom's also like a hot girl, so outside yeah. of being a Jamaican who's busy, she's also like a hot like you. Everyone who knows my mother <laughs> knows. First of all, my mom's not even a grandma; she's a Gigi. She does <laughs> not even let Yara call her grandma. Yara can't even speak, <laughs> and she's already said like Yara will not call me grandma because I am nobody's grandma. I'm like okay, so my mom is like you know likes to do her thing, um, but I'm very fortunate. I'm happy to have the two of them who will you know take time out of their busy schedules to watch Yara so that. And then I can mm-hmm. have that time, or that I can have that time, because um, that time is really important. Um, with me, one thing that I really appreciate, um, as far as uh, the change that Leon and I have experienced having had Yara, is watching Leon with Yara. Um, I've said it often that I feel like um, Leon was made to be a dad like I knew that Leon would be a better dad before I was even sure that Leon was going to be a, a, a good husband to be honest wow. like yeah just from the beginning like from early on in our relationship because he has like a, about an 11 year age gap I believe between himself and his brother oh. so he's had quite a hand in you know his his brother's development and an upbringing and 
that's translated uh, very well into him being a really involved and committed godfather mm -hmm. to his godson. And I have watched that relationship evolve. So I knew that Leon just he had what it th what it took mm -hmm. to to be a great parent. So cute. And uh, yeah, it's really cute. And I openly admit that he's far more paternal than I was, mm -hmm. even going into like um, pregnancy and labor and bringing Yara home. I was conf I was more confident in Leon's abilities than my own, mm -hmm. which is really interesting and, and kind of odd that I feel like and something that I feel like a lot of women maybe wouldn't admit because yeah. I just have never really felt those kind of maternal instincts. I'm loving and I'm affectionate, but like I've just never really I've never had very much experience also with yeah. very, very young babies. So again, that didn't come naturally for me and I didn't have an opportunity to hone those skills. Right. So yeah, it was I it was it was very it was weird in that respect, but I was really excited about it because I, I was grateful to have Leon um, and to, to, to be able to feed off of his confidence, mm -hmm. right? And to learn from him. And I've had an opportunity to do that, which has been really great. And he's just amazing. He's really great with Yara. And we've said it, and it's, not, it's no shock to, to any of the moms listening that it's a huge turn on when you see your <laughs> oh husband yes. taking <laughs> care of the kid. Like, it's like when he's just doing it, like, you know, when he's just no has the pumps. bottle in his hand, mm -hmm. and he's got the food, and he's got the diapers, and he's wiping, and he's doing this, and he's rocking, and he's putting down, and he's just, like, doing it all. It's just like, okay, okay. okay. like, okay. so long, panties, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Drop them. That's it. Right then and there. You're like, yeah, like, this, you can get it, because it's just like, it's just, yeah, it's it's super, super, and it's funny, because like, of what's changed, right? Like, right. 10 years ago, not even 10 years, five years ago, asking me, like, things that would turn me on that definitely wouldn't have been not one of on them. Not on the list, yeah. Not at all. But like that's at the top of my list now, and it's just it's great. So yeah, one of the things that I love most is watching him love Yara because it like makes me love him. That's more. so beautiful. Yeah. So that's amazing. I mean, <laughs> don't make him up too much. Don't make him up. It's okay. He's not listening. I know that's true. <laughs> my love. This is what Apple like listens to. All right. Let's see here. Right. <laughs> Struts into the room. He's like, oh. so. So he <laughs> said, drop him. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying I can drop them. <laughs> drop them. <laughs> He's going to definitely hold me to this. That's so funny. Okay, so tell us a little bit about something that you kind of dislike. So <laughs> now that you guys are both parents, it's annoying that, or you're annoyed by. Yeah, I got a list. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's going to be a longer one, folks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's dropping the scroll. <laughs> I do have a book, though. I'm yeah, she does. <laughs> but you know what? I was actually on the bump. Side note, guys, I find that that app was super helpful. Very much so. During my pregnancy and even post-pregnancy. Post yeah. yeah. Because there's so many cool and interesting and informative articles mm -hmm. and forums. When I had questions, um, there's a lot of uh, forums out there to help answer those questions, mm -hmm. even the very random ones that, does can my baby's right leg twitch? Is yeah. that normal? <laughs> there is... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a relatable question for everything. There is, it's and so helpful. If nothing else, the, the and if nothing else, the bump has lots of tea. Mm -hmm. So much tea, <laughs> So many nights, Leon's like, "Shouldn't you be sleeping?" I'm like, mm -mm. <laughs> "I need to be." I'm, I'm scrolling through comments because They're sometimes so funny. people like be like, "Oh, like you know, I so I got pregnant by my ex boyfriend's, you know, best friend's cousin's sister's boyfriend, whatever." It's like, so should I do this or should I do that? The and comments, like, though. Listen, <laughs> the comments are wild. Oh, my gosh. So much tea. So if you need information and a good laugh, yeah, download the bump. That's it. <laughs> Best of both worlds. But um, I was just um, scrolling through there one day, and I saw a little list of new parent fights mm -hmm. <laughs> that you may go through. And I say that because this is a lot of things that, were um, a challenge for our marriage okay. during this transition is, um, let me just read them. The first one was, whose sleep is more important? Mm -hmm. And it sounds like so basic, but it became such a big deal. Yeah. To me. <laughs> because I'm like, listen, I'm already sleep deprived from before I even had the baby. Mm -hmm. I could not sleep well. And at first I tried to be considerate <coughs> because... I was like, oh, he has to go to work, and I don't want him to wake up in the middle of the night and lose sleep because he has to go through his whole day of work, and he has to be focused. But then eventually, I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. I didn't sleep at all 
at yeah. any point of this day. So I need to sleep also. So he has to get up. And then um, I, we discussed it. <laughs> I said, okay, let's make a deal. And um, once Friday hits, I'm not, I'm not getting up. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting up until Sunday. And you have to, you know, tend to the baby if she wakes up in the middle of the night. Luckily, no, <laughs> luckily, Winter started sleeping through the night, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently. And he's like, great, you know, she's such a great baby. But, you know, anyways. And then keeping score, that wasn't really an issue for us. But screen time during family time uh. was like a huge issue for me mm -hmm. because I'm huge with I'm huge on family time, mm -hmm. and I know everyone's addicted to their phone, their tablets, TV, you know, Instagram, and it was hard for both of us to balance because I'm like I have things to do and. Unfortunately, I have to be on social media. Mm -hmm. But then, like, where's the time where we get to be together as a family? There's, like, me and you time, like, husband and wife time. But I want certain things to be for the family. So I started saying, you know, if we're going to eat dinner, we all have to eat dinner together at the table. Yeah. Pull up that chair. You know, like, and the same let thing. the baby sit with us. Because mm -hmm. that's what she needs to know. Like, she needs to know that at some point that we're going to be a family unit. Because mm -hmm. you work. And then when you're done work, you have to watch it because I have things to do. Mm -hmm. So we need to have that time in our day. It's just for an hour to sit with each other, talk about our days. Winter needs to see that example. Yeah. To see that we are one as a family. Yeah, that's huge. And I think it's beautiful that you also have, um, like, like, that's like, it's like phones off, like phones off or away from like, cause you don't, I don't think you need to be on your phone that often. And it's, no. I think they're definitely, cause you don't take your phone into the shower cause you recognize that you can't. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that you can make the same sacrifice for food. Like, mm -hmm. especially if it's going to be like a family dinner, you right. can definitely set 35 minutes, 45, even an hour aside just to engage. And you can, I feel like the benefits definitely even outweigh, um, the cons in that in that instance because it's like you're just giving your mind a break your eyes a break like outside mm -hmm. of being able to socialize and strengthen your family and unit. focus on the present mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like take your eyes off of the freaking screen man that screen time is too much it is it sucks that's good i love but that. yeah um but again that goes with a lot of discussions and debriefings <laughs> and discussions being on debriefing the same and fighting yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to be on the same page at certain things yeah and <coughs> oh, here was a big one. <laughs> that we both share. <laughs> Sex. Oh, yeah. So there is an issue that Joe and I had. And I mean, you know, this is, <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> might be normal for everyone. Oh, my but God. Yeah. Leon and I had it too. The lack of sex that we had post baby became very problematic for our marriage. Mm -hmm. And it kind of snowballed into lot of arguments mm -hmm. and i understand his point of view and i try to be understanding and accommodating but you know i'm not gonna bring this up <laughs> from my point of view because my argument is i need time yeah i just needed time and he needs to give me time but i also am aware that men need sex mm -hmm. but also <laughs> he can accommodate me as well i just have Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com baby mm -hmm. and he our problem was he assumed that I was just better after having the baby because my labor was not too damaging to my body I didn't have a c-section I didn't tear I just delivered the baby and then I was okay so they said oh you should be good as new in six weeks and he counted those six weeks <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, when that time came, it's like, hey, did six weeks pass? Yeah. Or, you know, like it did, but I don't know if I'll be ready. So we tried it and I'm like, I am not ready for this. Mm -hmm. 
It was one painful. Yeah. My body was not ready for that. Mm-mm. And mentally, I was just like not present. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable doing something like this. And you have to like just meet me halfway here and just give me another week or, or two or just just wait for me to communicate that to you. And then, you know, there's frustrations will build up and people will start getting, you know, irritable on both ends. Mm hmm. He's irritable, then I'm irritable. Yeah. Things snowball into, like, you know, behaviors. Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be over here now. I, I want to go upstairs, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> it becomes a challenge. It does. <laughs> and with that challenge, you have to, yet you're married, so you have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You have to find a compromise or, you know, things will get out of hand and... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it because, you know, it's still a challenge right now. Of course. For us, because (coughs) at every stage of a baby's life, like winter is still new and there are new. (laughs) (laughs) She's still pretty new to me. (laughs) And, you know, there are different challenges with her and I have to adjust. And, you know, that affects me. And there's also different things that I went through emotionally with my postpartum anxiety and, you know, it was really hard for me to even communicate that effectively to him for him to understand mm-hmm. what that meant. And, you know, it's hard for someone to hear something like that and really wrap their mind around it because he won't experience it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get what I'm saying fully. Yeah. He could hear what I'm saying, but he won't really understand what's happening to me in its entirety. And that that was really um, challenging. But... We just have to and continue to talk it out and revisit the topic and make sure that we're both good and yeah. check in with each other. And that's a huge thing with our relationship. Even if we're upset or not upset, we have to check in because, you know, sometimes things get out of hand. And I'm like, listen, what what, what are we doing here? Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we going to be fighting forever or? <laughs> That's it. It's, it's, uh, listen, this whole sex thing is just like, it's crazy because it's ridiculous to me how sex is, how much value and how, like, of what importance sex bears in a man's life. And I felt like it was so <coughs> trivial. I tried to trivialize it, I feel like, for the vast majority of our relationship. Yeah. And it wasn't until I watched the sermon um, by Pastor Michael Todd and it was, a marriage something. I can't remember what it was. It was titled Marriage Something. <laughs> but the gist of it was when he talked about the fact that like sex is a non negotiable in a marriage. And yeah. that like for a man, like sex is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because my pastor during our um premarital counseling mm-hmm. said the very same thing. Yeah. He's like the most important thing to a man. And I'm sitting here like wait like I'm leaning in thinking that he's going to say, I don't know, is praying, is faith, is communication. This guy's like, is sex. Sex. I was like, like, you cannot barter with it. You can't negotiate it. No, no, it must happen. And even when he said it, I was kind of like, like, you know what? I thought, because at that point, Leon and him got up, they dapped, they did like the (laughs) kid and play dance around the room. Like, they had a moment. And I was just like, this is annoying. But when Pastor Michael Todd explained it um, as, Sex to a man is like security to a woman. Right. And he said, like, security is a non-negotiable for a woman. There's no way that you would be comfortable tomorrow if Jill came home and was like, I'm done. I'm not working. And I don't know how we're going to pay the bills, and I don't care, but I'm not working. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and every day thereafter, he just was in bed, kicking his feet up, like, laughing, joking around. Mm-hmm. Bills were coming due, like, knocks at the door, locks on the door, and he was still like, I don't care. I'm not going to do anything about it. Like, that would really upset you because... above all else women value security right like financial security emotional emotional security security, they need to feel safe yeah that same weight is the like i guess the The male equivalent exactly Mm -hmm. the male equivalent is sex Mm -hmm. and when it was compared um or at least you know explained that way i was like wow yeah that isn't something that i can negotiate then that's not something that like you know, can it, it, it's not something that's up in the air. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. not something that we can debate. It, it is something that I need to provide for you right. because I need that to be provided for me. Right. Um, 
and you, you needed to be you need to provide it that much more when the other person is providing the uh, the the, yeah. the the other side right yeah. like when your needs are being met in that way yeah and um i used to think of it like well like you know i really value romance and i felt like you know the romance is falling off so if the romance is falling off then i don't have to have sex with you yeah and leon's like and but learning um and from that sermon and even again talking to other married couples i very much learned that i was like no you can't don't equate it to anything else but security mm-hmm. and when if you do that then you'll understand that you know it's something that you have to do and it's not to say that like you should be having like sex with your spouse where you don't enjoy it and you're just like oh i know i have to do this so like let's do this like mm-hmm. no you really need to like you do as much as you can on both ends to make or sure understand that you enjoy. like what their sexual needs are absolutely what they would need to survive exactly because <laughs> it doesn't some people like i don't need it every day but they're like of I course need, uh, we, we need to do it at least three times a week well that's exactly it right yeah. because i mean especially if you again you are living in this in this society where you need to be working way more than you should mm-hmm. the vast majority of us can't afford to do that because we don't have time we don't have the energy <laughs> so it's not even like anybody's really asking to have sex like they did when they were like 23 25 yeah, it doesn't 25. need to be like this romantic Mm-mm. scene and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be like this raunchy crazy thing either like mm-hmm. no one needs to be swinging from here there and everywhere like if you can then go f- mm-hmm. go for it but the reality is it's like yeah we do need that 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 intimacy so i didn't realize that was it, it was that that important and um similarly to, similarly to shen and joe Leon and I reached like a uh, breaking point in our marriage shortly after Yara arrived, and it was like, "What are we doing? Like, yeah. what are what are we doing? I We're fighting I every day." <laughs> I think I met you <laughs> the yeah. day I proposed the podcast to you, and then we ended up in the park. Exactly, the kids almost <laughs> rolled down the hill the way we were going well, in. Listen, we were at the top of the hill. The kids, uh, we were just like standing at the top of the hill, shouting. The kids were sitting there; they could barely sit up at that point, and they were about to like just like roll like little like little barrels down a hill because we were just so like convicted in our thoughts. We were so like th- we were so desperate mm-hmm. to share. Uh, where we were coming from. Um, it's uh, This is why I say it's very important to have an outlet mm-hmm. um, with people that share the same experiences as you. Because yeah. I could I could have went to my single friends and told them that and they'd be like, girl, get a divorce. You don't need this. Yeah, you could possibly. Do it all by yourself. Right? Y- some people just don't have that perspective. Exactly. But, like, it was very helpful, even though I just met Lily at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and that was totally out of character to me. I was like, girl, listen to me, because you're married, right? (laughs) And you're a new mom, so I know you'll understand. Like, Mm -hmm. help me. And she even um, dropped those gems with me about the sermon that she listened to that day, and that was. (coughs) Go for it. Sorry. Um. So when she told me about that sermon, I'm like, okay, makes sense. Um, this makes complete sense to me. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna go home and fix my life. That's it. And it's not to say that, like, once I watched that sermon, I was like, okay, every day, Leon, here you go. Like, this is what, like, lucky you. No, it wasn't that. It made me open to conversation Exactly. Because I think what Leon still needed to understand, which is, like, the other side of the coin, was that I had, like, second-degree tearing. And mm-hmm. that, like, I was not feeling myself. And that there were, there were, I had stitches. Like, there was so many things going on. That six-week mark, yeah, that didn't exist for me because I was still experiencing postpartum bleeding for like 10 weeks Mm -hmm. so like it just wasn't like yeah it wasn't a super happy story uh as far as like my um my sexual spirit like it just wasn't there Mm -hmm. um but it was great that we had that conversation and it was great that i had that understanding and having that conversation helped but that was definitely something that i didn't anticipate would have happened and it was a shocker for me it was definitely a shocker um, but outside of just dealing with issues regarding sex and the lack thereof, um, I also was concerned about Leon's presence and whether or not Leon would be able to maintain um, a job locally given the financial challenges that we would likely experience because I was no longer um, employed. Anyone who's on maternity leave now knows that yeah. it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Like it's better than nothing. That's the reality because I think in other countries it's far less. So I am grateful for the little that we get. Right. But dear God, it's just like it's a huge slice to my salary at least, and that's made it challenging. And I knew that that would potentially be a problem. And shortly after having Yara, Leon was like, "Yeah, I have to do something. I'm gonna have to go somewhere. But it can't. I can't work 
year. Yeah. Um, and that's hard because that meant that I would be the primary caregiver for Yara and that I would have to be home alone with her throughout the course of the week and things like that. So that did end up having that didn't end up happening, which was tough. Thank God it was only temporary and I knew that going in, but it was still something that I was just disappointed um with because obviously I want my spouse to be here. I want him to, you know, see Yara grow and yeah. be a part of that experience. <laughs> but that's the, the reality of childbearing and marriage <laughs> and life. It's life is ex but especially I feel like the cornerstone of parenting is that it is sacrificial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like on and, and yeah, so what I want is secondary. And yeah, so that was tough. But you know what? Look at Lincoln in the distance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I feel that the distance has made Leon and I's, Leon and my relationship stronger. People call us long distance specialists because we've battled the whole long distance thing for a while. Um, so if anyone is in a long distance relationship, long distance marriage, um, I stand in solidarity with you. And I urge you, message me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be friends. Because it is unheard of to mm. me. I have really? not seen that before. I know a couple people, actually, really? who are in long-distance relationships, long-term long-distance relationships. That resulted in marriage? I know someone who's married and in a long-distance relationship, yeah. Oh. Mm. Not the easiest thing, but uh, more common than you'd think, especially, like, depending on, like, what field, right? So yeah, that's true. So if they're, like, true. artists, if they're athletes, mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's, that's true. not uncommon. Mm -hmm. In the States, that's really common. Yeah, in that's the Army. normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... Well, kudos to you, girl. Well, thank you, But you know what? I feel like the distance is always good sometimes because you kind of have that space to yourself to figure. Well, I, I know in this transition, I feel like it would be good for you to figure things out for yourself because I know like Joe works from home mm -hmm. and we're always in each other's space. So that also contributed to the challenges that we did have. Yeah. I feel because he was always around and not that I'm saying he was trying to help, but I didn't have that space at first to, um, you know, kind of figure out my own rhythm without, like, an interference. Okay. And as did he. Like, I was always there. So if he was like, okay, I'm going to, I'd be like, okay, give her a bath. Mm -hmm. I'm going downstairs. But then, like, I can go upstairs and I'm like, hmm, like, did you check the water? Did you, um get that towel make sure you get the rags make yeah, sure yeah. You, you know hold her like this she might slip out your arms yeah like we weren't giving each other that space to kind of you know come into our own as parents yeah and um <coughs> again that was a challenge for us because i know myself because i was so anxious about everything i was like under his butt micromanaging mm -hmm. oh, and, he, and that was very tough for him because Eventually, he just almost didn't want to do anything course, because yeah. I was in his space. And it was very hard for me because I had to be very mindful to like take a step back and just let him figure it out. Even if he makes a mistake, of course, it's not a mistake. It's a teachable moment for him, just mm -hmm. like how I had those teachable moments. And he can learn something that he can teach me and I can learn something that I can teach him. And it yeah. would be um, better received if. We're just sharing gems and pointers mm -hmm. instead of, like, telling each other what to do. And barking at each other. Leon and I are still working on that now. I feel like Leon more so than me, oddly enough. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just, like, it's more often it's the delivery. It like, is. little things. It's like, why did, you, why did you put that there? Why would you put that? Like, it's like, okay, hold on. Like, we both mm. love the kid. Like, mm. we both, <laughs> we both, we made her together. Mm -hmm. We both care about her. She's important to the both of us. So, like, let's take a moment, regroup. And rephrase because no, that's not gonna, that's not healthy. But again, it's it's tough because it's, like you know you tough. yeah, it's parents are protective. Constant mindfulness. Yeah. Because when you work together, it's it's a blessing because at some point someone's gonna need the other to carry. Oh, for sure. Carry the load. Like when winter was brand new, <laughs> uh, and we first brought her home, I gave her a warm bath and I took her out the bath. And she started doing, like, this little twitch thing. And oh I was boy. like, oh, Jesus. What is this? I had a complete meltdown. I was screaming and crying. What do you think was happening? I don't know. Okay. I thought she was having a seizure. Oh, boy. So I called John, and I'm, like, crying. And he's like, just give her to me. And, like, he takes her. And he had his shirt off. He's like, Bro, just give her to me. The, give me the towel and give me the baby. So he takes her. And, like, as soon as he takes her and puts her, like, skin to skin, mm -hmm. she's just, like. Calm. 
poos all over him. Ew. <laughs> so she was just having like her first big bowel movement. Yeah. So that's what she was shaking. Yeah. That's what she was shaking up. She's like, oh, here it comes. Oh, she's winding up that foot. <laughs> but that was like a huge moment, like a quiet moment internally for me because I'm like, I just need to let him support me. Yeah. Because there are, like, I'm not going to know everything. And sometimes I just need someone to keep me calm. Yeah. And just carry the load for a second. Absolutely. So I don't have a mental breakdown every five seconds. And what a fun moment for, like, a memorable <laughs> moment hilarious. for the two of you. That's so cute. <laughs> and just looking crazy, like, <laughs> and laughing at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Because that new baby poo <laughs> is hot and runny. It was like popcorn. It was so oh nasty. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. That's wild. Let's move on from the negative. Okay. <laughs> and now to onward, upward and onward uh, to what yeah. we're looking forward to. <laughs> so what can't you wait to see um, or to experience? I just can't wait to experience life with my fa- my little family. I mm. can't wait for our first family vacation. Mm. I can't wait for, you know, John and I to go to her first school concert. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for, you know, her first picture that she draws for. I just, I can't wait for her firsts mm-hmm. and experience, experiencing that together. Yeah. I think, like, off the cusp of just experiencing her first birthday, that would de- that's definitely something that I think I could see you being really excited about because it was such a beautiful moment for the, th- the three of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just, like, it was just, it's, and that's what we said. Like, although, again, we were not a huge fan of the elaborate, over-the-top first birthdays, I totally believe that in a first birthday celebration, because it's not just for the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, it's just like looking at the two of you, like, wow, you guys did it. Like, you made it a full mm-hmm. year. You guys are still in, intact. Intact. <laughs> we didn't kill each other. Right? Marriage is still going. Like, baby's healthy and happy. Like, you you did that. We so. made it through the trenches, man. Yeah. I was very happy. That was a monumental moment for me. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, I made it out of this alive. Yeah. I have so many funny stories. That's right. <laughs> And so, and it's so funny because it's like my um, uncle was listening to our podcast the other day. Mm-hmm. He's like, I love that you guys think the first year is the hardest. He's like, ha! He's got two kids. One of them's like 19 and the other one is oh. 15, I think. And he's like, don't, he's like, he's like, I won't even bother. I don't even want to scare you. He's like, so I won't even go there. He's like, just enjoy it while it lasts. That's all I'm going to say. He's like, the first is nothing. And I get that because I, <coughs> it's the same thing. Like, remember when you were pregnant and you thought that labor would be the hardest thing? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, now in hindsight. <laughs> no, I did that again. Mm-mm. Over and over. Well, maybe not you. Like, definitely. Listen, <laughs> I do it over. One over. Stress on the one over. And that's it. Um, yeah, for me, it's a similar thing. I think I'm really looking forward to seeing how Leon behaves when we go to Yara's concerts. Like, is he going to be that crazy dad that's, like, standing on the seat clapping screaming carrying on i know that i'm going to be because that's my mother has always been like my mom (laughs) came to my grade 12 play this is grade 12 yeah she had like a finding not finding a lilo and stitch doll that said you're my star she had a balloon at my graduation yeah she's wild um i'm the first person on my mom's side of the family to have ever attended and graduated university wow so it was a huge deal yeah and she like wouldn't sit down it was the cutest thing ever. Like, I remember being at the top, like, on the stage, and there's, like, I don't know, 250 other graduates, and there's, like, what seems like a sea of people, mm-hmm. um, like, across from us, and I just could see this <laughs> little tiny black figure that's, like, like bent. Like, her bum's, like, hovering over the seat, but it just can't find its way down. And I'm just, like, motioning for her to, like, mo- like go down, go down, go down, and finally my dad's able to get her down because she's just, like, tears in her eyes, so Aww. worked up. So that's so nice, though. Yeah, it, that's who she is, and that's who I know I'm going to be, like a hundred and fifty percent. There's no doubt about that. But I'm looking forward to seeing how Leon's gonna react because he is like self-proclaimed cool dad. Like I'm so cool. Like oh yeah. Like I'm not gonna freak out or I'm not gonna do this. And I'm just like, I don't. I doubt it. You're gonna be tea party, nail polish, like hair. You're getting your hair done. You have to put on one of my wigs, mm. <laughs> and she's gonna have to let her brush it because you have to go to the tea party decked out. So, yeah, I'm just excited to see, like, how that transforms him and um, how he has to strip the layers of himself that he may not be so comfortable with. But He'll do it in a heartbeat. Of course, he'll have to. 
You'll have more choice. That's exciting, though. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about that. I'm not excited about winter becoming a teenager, though. I may, I am very vocal about that mm-hmm. all, all of the time. I know. <laughs> like, John, you're going to have to take the steering wheel for that one because That's I so don't know. I cannot with teenagers. I think I'm going to be better than I believe I want to be. Yeah. But it's like I'm dreading it. Really? I'm going to be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> and that's funny. Like, I honestly, I don't mind teenagehood nearly as much as I don't like that, like, um, like that puberty, like that. 10-year-old to 12-year-old. To like, oh, yeah, that 11 to like 15. I that like, oh, God, that's like the worst the for me. Sassy pants. Yeah, absolutely. It's like um, a unwritten I guess like uh, uh, unwritten rule, but like a mutual understanding amongst teachers that ev- that the, the hardest years by far from K all the way to grade twelve to teach is seven and eight, seven yeah. and eight are the worst. Those years. were my. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So like I again being a high school teacher, I feel very comfortable around um, teenagers. Teenager. I love teenagers. Again, I it may be very different when I have one of my own, mm-hmm. but I do really enjoy them, and I feel like of the age group, that's the one that I I feel like. I can I get mm-hmm. like I just I just have an understanding and it's weird because I feel like sometimes I'm like a, the teenage whisperer where I'm speaking to parents in parent teacher interviews and I'm telling them things about their kids that they don't even know wow and like yeah and it's really interesting like not like personal things but I'm like oh did you know that he loves to draw or he's passionate about this or that and she's like what and it's because these kids like they just they they, they divulge they share things with me that they may not share with their family members but in any event I love teenagers but yeah, that little that 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 adolescent period, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. So that I'm concerned about. But you know what I feel like? Just pray, Lord, give me the patience. That's all. Child. And in the end, I feel like there's benefits and drawbacks to every single stage. stage. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, every stage. I just you know I always pray that my marriage stays strong in each stage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. And I think I don't know if it was did we say it was the last episode we talked about it? Maybe, maybe not. Possibly. But it's like Ayesha Curry said, you know, just make sure you put your marriage first. Like, find time to celebrate your relationship and to nurture it. Because if you don't, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to trickle down. If your marriage isn't straight, if you're not straight, then there's no way that you're going to be in any capacity. You're not going to be in the place that you need to be to take care of your child. Mm -hmm. And by straight, I mean, like, again, nurturing a relationship that is worth being nurtured. If of you're course. also in a relationship that isn't, then you need to come out of that. So the same thing applies so that you can take care of your kids accordingly. Right. Um, but I believe in, like, again, self-care, nurturing those relationships, the ones that are closest to you, your friendships, your romantic relationships, and then hoping to God that it's enough <laughs> to see you through the trenches of parenting. Yeah. I agree. But, you know, marriage takes work. Oh, God. And the second you (laughs) acknowledge that and accept that, then you will not quit so easily. Mm -hmm. I always say that everybody wants to be a bride, but not very many people want to be a wife. Mm -mm. (laughs) And that takes a lot of, um, you know, um, what is the word? I can't even remember right now. Tenacity, (laughs) time, effort, (laughs) self-awareness, (laughs) self-awareness. Yes. And being able to, um, you know, hold yourself accountable. Because, you know, you're not always going to be right. And you have to be able to acknowledge that. And, you know, open dialogue is very, very important. I think it's a close tie to second to yeah. sex. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, Leon, you're not always going to be right. You're listening. <laughs> Listen up. Because, you know, if things aren't communicated, because, again, there's so many um, layers to communication mm-hmm. in itself. And some things are said and not received. Yeah. So if you have open dialogue, then you're able to explain, unpack, and and actually understand with each other. Because um, things get lost in the sauce. And maybe I'm, uh, like me, like some people have learned in their household that they're yellers. Mm-hmm. And they learn from their family that, you know, when they argue, it's loud. Mm-hmm. Or some people are... Um, passive-aggressive, yeah. then there becomes a lot of arguments because people just don't understand how they're communicating. I remember reading a quote that said being... Um, sorry, that said that... 
marriages or relationships don't fall apart because people argue. They fall apart because people don't know how to argue. Right. Right. So, uh, again, arguments or arguing is inevitable. And I think in a lot of ways it's constructive and, and, and very um, effective in strengthening relationships. But it's about how that's happening mm-hmm. and what happens after. Like, is there a debrief? Like, there right. needs to be some type of discussion and resolve. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I know a lot of people hate the idea when I bring it up. Maybe a, amongst the black community mm-hmm. is um, counseling and, oh and gosh, couples I'm therapy. So mm-hmm. I think that's very important because when you get married, you don't know everything about a person. Yeah. And sometimes it's a healthy way to understand each other mm-hmm. um, when there's a mediator. Yeah. <laughs> when things are bad or also... <coughs> I am pro therapy when things are good. In that case, you have um, positive feedback and it's not always a negative experience. Mm-hmm. And also it helps you find tools to prepare for different transitions in life. For example, you know, if I was pregnant again, I'd be like, maybe we should go to counseling and have like an open dialogue to help prepare setting our expectations you know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember um, reading a quote that said that counseling shouldn't be treated like the hospital. Like counseling is like the spa. Mm. Like you go to the spa to feel better. You go to the spa. You're not sick per se, but you just need a little boost. Mm-hmm. And um, but people treat counseling or therapy like like something that you do when you're sick, when mm-hmm. something's rotten or it's dying or decaying. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be that. You right. use counseling or you go to counseling rather to strengthen something this is awful <laughs> Yo, let's wrap with that can. being said <laughs> our headphones are doing weird things yeah, so we want to wrap this up <laughs> yeah it's crazy i don't, <laughs> I, don't I hope this translates well in post oh god I know. anyways we're gonna leave it at that Friends. i think this was a long one it was or maybe not i don't know We'll see when I load this up after all that editing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But still, share your thoughts with us. Let us know what kinds of things you were looking forward to or excited about uh, when your family transitioned, uh, things that you disliked, things that you're looking forward to. We want to know. Does it feel laggy to me? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, is it me or is this thing tripping me out? So, yeah, holler at us on our Instagram. Uh, <laughs> we're eating snacks juice. now. <laughs> um, and I think in our next episode, our next episode, we should talk about um, friendships, and mm. sisterhood, and you know, finding a mom community. Mm-hmm. Kind of unpack that whole deal and mm-hmm. how being a mom has changed some yeah. relationships or helped you find new relationships and and groups of people or supports true but you know what the funny thing too i think we should talk about not only how founding finding i hate this thing mm-hmm. not only about finding like a mom tribe but also finding and being okay with being f- friends with people who don't have children mm-hmm. so i feel like there's so much value in that too because yeah. sometimes like with moms you can get into this m- mom Mess. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, what about this? What about what? Is? And before you know, you're at a party, and I spent the entire time talking about talking about Yara, mm-hmm. and it's like that's weird. Whereas sometimes, again, you meet people who don't have kids, they may ask you a couple questions, and they're like, oh, so what do you do? Oh, you said this, you did, and it's like you you're realizing that you're talking about you, mm-hmm. right? You're sitting at the forefront, that fast, that facet of your identity <laughs> <laughs> is not um, as it's, you're not being forced in any way to be the mom. You're, mom. For, you're allowed mm-hmm. to be yourself. So I think that there's value in both sides. There. I agree. Because I actually got very frustrated with myself the other day because I went out um, to hang with um, some friends. Mm-hmm. And um, I was chatting with some ladies. And, of course, the topic went on, oh, how's your baby? Great. You know, she's at home with my mom. Everything's cool. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we just started going down that rabbit hole mm. of my baby did this and this. And oh then we just brother. talked about babies for a long time. And I was okay at the time while we were speaking about it. But then when I got home later that night, laying in my bed, I'm like, I'm so annoyed. 
why did I talk about winter mm-hmm. for so long? Too long. I think it's just a brief intro. She's fine. I'm at a party. Away from her, I want to focus on me mm-hmm. and having a good time with adults. <laughs> right. You know? Ugh. Anyways. We will... <laughs> Anyways, y'all. <laughs> chomping, chomping away. <laughs> we love you and are so thankful that you're still listening to us. Yes. We really appreciate the support from every single one of you guys. I know. And... um I guess when I release this, we might be at 500. I was going to talk about the giveaway. I think, or not I think, when we reach 500 listens, which will probably be by the time I post this, hey. we are going to do a giveaway Yay. just to show our appreciation to mm-hmm. our listeners because we truly, really appreciate this because we did not expect it. Yeah. Anything from this really it was just an outlet for us. Uh, for sure. And we're getting so much love from you guys. So much love, so much feedback. Like it's just been such such positive uh such a positive response that we felt like there's no way we can't honor the community that we're building. So you don't have to be a mom to enter, but you have to be a listener and we know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll we'll give you the lowdown of how this is going to work on our Instagram. So you can find us over there. Again, mm-hmm. DM us your bomb mom shout out noms. Yes. Also, on whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on, you please, if you don't mind, leave us a review. Yeah, like. Like it, follow us. And leave us some comments. Shout out to, <laughs> I know it's Ange. <laughs> I know it's Ange. Um a uh, former coworker turned friend of mine left us an w- awesome review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's <gasps> really, really good. I love it. Um, so thank you so much for that. Oh, yeah. thank you, Ange. I hope <laughs> it's Ange. Yeah, thank I know. I know it is. Like, just based on the way, based on what she said in the review and her name, it's so distinctively her. So thanks. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Nap time's over. Mm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.